No, y'all hear that? That's those waves getting laid, getting ready, man. These days are getting longer. I know the, I know the summer is coming. I already feel my eyes, uh, you know, getting ready for pollen season. You know, eyes is like they close all the time. I'm wide awake, but it don't look like it. Ah, man, we got a lot to talk to, a lot to talk about today. Today is March 9th that this is being recorded. And there's a lot on my mind. And there's a lot of things to talk about, a lot that I'm seeing out there, a lot that I'm reading. So we're going to get into it. Um, I guess we're going to start with our quote of the day. Uh, I want to start with just um, a quote that I was really, uh, really been thinking about today and just been on my mind. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to go over that. Um, and I guess the one that I'm really you know, vibing with is a uh, outer show is a poor substitute for inner worth. I can't tell you how many people with this this social media age, even in in my in my age group, I'm in my twenties, man. Second half of my twenties, and I'm still seeing people that are my age or even older, like people in their thirties and forties, just doing stuff like doing shit for the gram, you know, making it look good or trying to project an image, and you know, every but to each their own, right? To each their own, but. Ultimately, none of that stuff, anything that you're trying to portray to people or trying to to show, um, none of it is going to make up for you being uh, in tune and, you know, sound, understanding yourself, uh, really knowing what's important to you, what you like, what you don't like, what you fear. Because a lot of times that kind of stuff, you're distracting yourself, like imagine, you know, you, you go through uh, some people, you know, college or whatever, and. You finish your college, you start a career, you meet somebody, maybe you're starting a family and all that kind of stuff. And just as you're going through the ebbs and flows of life, you never even have a moment to just, who am I? What do I like to do? Like, when's the last time you, you listening to this, did something fun? Did something that you felt like you really wanted to do? Not just, oh, I'm doing this because a lot of people I know are doing it, or, oh, I'm doing this because people invited me. Like, when's the last time you got up yourself and said, I'm going to do something um, that's fun? So, I don't know. Outer worth is a poor substitute. Um, I mean, outer show, excuse me, is a poor substitute for inner worth. But anyway, it's a lot of stuff going on, man. I'm seeing a lot of, uh, you know, it's tax time. Even though taxes are delayed, we might get them by Christmas if we're lucky. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of folks on that get you an LLC and all that kind of stuff. Everybody's back. Everybody's selling something, right? Um, so, yeah, we're we going to get into it today. Uh, There's a lot to talk about. And uh, I'm excited to, you know, really dive in because I got some thoughts. I'm sure you all do, but let's get to it. All right. All right. Hello. Hello. We are here. Episode two of the Learning from L's podcast. I'm your host, Rashid. Joined here with uh, a couple of good guys. You can introduce yourselves. What's going on? What's going on? It's your boy, Greg. Hello, hello. hello this is Rico. Rico. <laughs> Who is this nigga, yo? Yo, yo. Like, what's up with him today? I don't know. I don't, who let him in the door? I don't know. He fucking drinking too much. Uh, what, what, is he, what is he drinking before he got here? Hennessy. 
Oh, that's okay. Sensational. Okay, <laughs> 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 okay Rico. Anyway. Okay, Rico. Here we go. Today we're going to have a couple things to talk about. There's a lot going on in the world, and it's getting nasty out there. Weather changing, you know? Bro, this weather's been so bipolar. Yeah, yeah, it has. It has. Mother Nature on a period. She mad, you know, because somebody upset her because it was 70 not long ago. It's snow on the ground today. Bro, there's ice chips hitting my head, bro. Yeah, yeah. I got smacked with hail today. Exactly. Walking in the mall. I was like, God damn. Like, what's, what did I do? And then all of a sudden, it just stopped. And the sun is out. Where? Yeah, just pop back up. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that too much, y'all. We good. We good. We good. But anyway, yeah, it's happening. And today is uh, daylight savings time switch. Right? Tonight. So all of a sudden, it's going to jump out. We're going to lose an hour. Just because. So I guess now with the new uh, with the new change that's coming up, um, what do y'all think as far as like the seasons change? Do you think people change as the season change? Yeah, I would think so. Why? Why? Because it's more so. Like, I guess they say more so the perception that comes with it. So mm-hmm. like thinking like summertime, everybody thinks like yeah, we at the beach with it, we out, we party, and so people are a little bit more happier mm. during those times or like holiday season times. You know, when they know it's about to be something that's more rewarding or being with family, that might be an attitude change. Then there's just the times where it's like there's nothing really going on. It's like the weird, awkward time because think Valentine's Day is done. Most black people don't celebrate St. Patty's Day. So Except me, nigga. I'd be in a bar wilding. I know you'd be. I'd be like, but, yeah, I'm Irish, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so most people right now aren't really doing much or don't have anything really to look forward to. So mm-hmm. it's just like the weather is just like, if it's not good and everybody's just angry, I don't know. I definitely, I definitely say perception is reality. Is reality. So some people, so some people they, just they just think that just because the weather gets nice gives me an, gives me an excuse to go out, be wild, do some belligerent, belligerent things, go out, have, have a lot of fun. Mm. You know, in the wintertime, it's time to, what do they, they always say? New year, new, year, new me, I'm going to crack down, we're going to my aspirations in life, I'm going to create new goals. By the time summer hits, they don't say fuck all that. You don't go outside, have fun. Yeah, you're right. They definitely start popping pussy just because it's hot outside. But, you know, hoes don't get cold, so it never really stops. Personally, I like the winter time. I really do. What do you like about the winter time? The outfits. The outfits is fire. Cause yo, in the summertime, you don't really gotta get dressed at all. You don't even really wear nothing. You wear a short t shirt. At least for guys anyway. Right. I mean the girls just wear sundresses. Nah, they don't wear that. They they wear all kind of, they get creative. They get creative. The sundress season is my favorite season. Yeah, it is but it's some ponchos out here though. You know hey, I mean? yo. <laughs> There's some ponchos out here. You know? oh, look at me in the thunder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you. I see you, ma. Yeah, calm down, thunder thighs. Calm down. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> nah, but I, I definitely I like the uh, I like the the winter. Not just because I'm a, a Capricorn, but the winter because uh, you know the fits are better. Yeah, I don't like the whole snow thing. And we live in Jersey, so of course, like we get all four seasons. But if I was living in Orlando somewhere, or I don't know, California, or Southern California. I probably like all. I probably like the winter too, because then like it becomes unbearable when it gets to like the summertime. I love the winter personally. Do you? Yes. Why? I live in Phoenix, Arizona. Mm. The coldest it gets is sixty degrees, and that's in the morning, mm. and that's cold to us. <laughs> Dang, that's warm. That's right now. That's be nice. It's a calm thirty-two out right now. <laughs> Not even. Now, I I think for me, I'm 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 a big fall person. It's mm. like that nice in between where it's like you can still 
throw on a fit, especially at nighttime when it gets a little nice and cool. Yeah. But it's warming up during the day where it's not like you have to be super bundled up and super layered just to go out side and i hate snow I, i'm a i'm a winter baby too but i hate snow yeah no nah, i don't like the snow i definitely like the the, the fall i think fall it's got to be everybody's favorite yeah just because it's still kind of warm just a little bit but it ain't all the way cold yet right that nice in between like summer breeze coming down mm-hmm. and right as that like nice cool warm weather fall that little transition spot that's that's what i like can't relate. Can't relate. I love the summer. I'm a summer, summer baby. As soon as the heat gets real hot, my nose expands. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, they they out and about, too, in the summertime. You know, you're trying to catch something, catch you a little vibe, a little yeah, yeah, a little yeah, I mean, you know, you have a conversation, a couple drinks lead to a couple links, and a couple links lead to a couple subtweets. You know what I mean? That tends to happen more during the summertime. But again, hoes don't get cold. It never stops. It never, 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 ever, ever stops. But anyway, yeah, it's moving along. So things are changing. The leaves about to start growing. It's about to start getting nice out. I was itching my eyes like crazy yesterday. Like I thought I was going to pop an eye out of my socket the way these allergies are coming. Because like I know today it snowed, but... Like the last few days has been like okay, like decent. Mm-hmm. I had a little green on the car. If my car is black, but it was a little green on there. I'm like, damn, already, son. This is the first week of March. Nah, bro, it's bad. My mm. allergies have been acting up too. Literally, if you hear me sniffling, it's because of that. Mm. It's literally like I can't breathe. I need mm. like nasal spray type shit, and I'm just sneezing like nonstop for like the last two days. I was wearing sunglasses at night like I was on that cocaine, just trying to stop myself from rubbing my eyes. God damn. Yeah, ain't no more. That's red. Bro, I feel like red eyes, red eyes. Is like such a silent killer. <sighs> Once again, I can't relate. I have any allergies. Oh, you one of those. You one of those. You, you one of those. It's weirdo. Yeah. I'm just living a good must, life. Must be nice. <laughs> um, let me tell you now. You walk outside and you just see a bunch of pollen on your car, bro. You know your day's about to be fucked up. We don't have pollen in the desert. That's a fact. Damn it. This nigga spitting. He's he going crazy right now. Yeah, he's right. He's right. I mean, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But we're going to get to the real shit. Personally, I believe any more than six people, way too many. I think a common group of four is about perfect. Five, if you want a full car. Six, we have to drive separate cars. Everyone has to be on one accord. You're always going to have that one person who wants to go out and have way too many drinks. Another person who wants to be antisocial. Maybe you have like the core two or three, maybe living up living up their life, having a great night. They came with a plan. They're executing. You know, leaving home with a partner. Leaving a club with a partner. No, exactly. But I think three or four is perfect. Nice size. Everyone can stay on the same page, one accord. Everyone knows what's going on. You don't have to worry about getting a a whole lot of different cars. You don't have to worry about buying a whole lot of different lifts, Ubers, whatever the case may be. Six is definitely too much. Yeah, I mean, I could could say the same thing as far as just like a, a regular group outing, probably like three to five max, you know. 
But even if you do something, because I know, like, my family, we have a large group of us. But it's, like, as long as, you know, people kind of, like, branch off. So, like, let's say there is ten people, but there's, like, it's, like, five and five, realistically. You know, we all are together, but these five are, like, mainly going to be talking and hanging out with each other. And then these five are going to be mainly talking and hanging out, you know. And we're not necessarily responsible for the full ten type of thing. But... Yeah, no, honestly, I think the smaller the group, the better. I do think you do need a couple extra heads, especially ones that, and you need, like, certain personalities. You need somebody that actually is, like, the going out king or queen, the one that actually knows how to set the vibes going, you know, and just always has that energy just to be like, yo, we're going to be out here and we're going to be lit. Yes. I mean, I, I mean, hey, listen, man. I'm not a club person. I, I I say this all the time, but just going out and just doing like event type thing, it's cool when you know people, because a lot of times when you know somebody, they gonna get you that section for free. They might hook you up with a bottle for free, or they might just let you in the club for free instead of paying that thirty-five to forty-dollar cover charge. And if I may add it in. Uh, but G spitting is straight facts. I'm one of those guys that if I bring a lady out, I don't want everybody to know her, you know. If I take her to the club, if she know everybody in the club, I do feel some type of way sometimes because I like everything to be um, very secluded, right. When I go out with someone and it's like a, just us two, I like to feel like we it's just us two in our space, you know. Juco strippers. Juco strippers. Well, I feel like I'm, I'm a very, I'm a very selfish person. When it comes to my partners, but also I like to do everything I want to feel like it's just us two. Like if I spend time with you, or I'm choosing to spend time with just you, I want you to know all my energy is focused on you. So I expect I expect that to be reciprocated. And yes, I can't help if they happen to be popular or it's their neck of the woods. So of course they gonna know some people. Um, but I want your attention to be on me if I'm spending all my attention and my time on you. Um, but touching on what Greg was talking about before. I actually uh, took my lady friend out with me and my guys, I want to say about a week and a half ago, and uh, we ended up going to a nice little club that she knew of. She knew the owner and like the host. This guy took us in the back room. They, they just had a brand new addition, nice section, say eight to ten people. The biggest part they had, I had exactly eight people with me. We got a free bottle. They gave us uh, the best bottle girls they had, you know, the Juco strippers. It was on us like clockwork. They were checking in with us, got phenomenal service. And then at the end of it, of it all, he even gave us a discount on my bill. So, hold on what Greg said about that. Sometimes if you do know the right people, you get a lot of hookups. So I couldn't even be mad about how many people she knew because it ended up helping me in the end. Then you realize, wow, she's been knocking out all the hugs. She's been really 
But, but, from what it, what it seems, seems loyalty. loyalty. It's few. It's few. All those All people, people give her all the time. time. And, and then you look at her. Look at her. Maybe go and talk to her. You see her, they all feel higher than But she's the only thing she sends you to heal. Is you the she she might find well known in her neighborhood? neighborhood. Do you still still disqualify her from attention? Just because I was going to say this This would lead into my question Which would be is What is she known for Right Well, I know personally, I choose to only get involved with people when I know certain things about them. So I feel like it's all about well, you're talking about disqualifying her from contention, but do I not do my my due diligence beforehand? Right. And so, in theory, yes. But as you said before, sometimes you go out with someone and then things come to light afterwards. At that point, it's, it's a matter of what's important to you and what you're willing to put up with. Word, word, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's true. Because personally, personally, I, know, I, know, I, I like to go out. I love to go outside. You know what I'm saying? I need a little panel. Let me outside. Yeah, yeah. Not there. Outside cat, you know? But, 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 at the same time, like, I know how to have fun. Be responsible. Be responsible. I barely yeah, I was. Yes, you were. Nigga, you traveled back in time. But then again, it's like, what questions am I asking? Like, I need to have an in-depth conversation with someone before I even contemplate about taking them out somewhere with me. What you like about me? Well, if you can't put a finger on it, maybe you need to go back, think about it, and then get back to me. Because, if, but look, if she said, oh, you just seem it, that makes me think she just want to smash for clout. I don't got time for girls who want to smash for clout. I did that in college. I did that in high school. 
hate for the one who wants to be like that, but you got to play, play both sides. Because a lot, a lot of times, dudes be like, yo, yo, what's good? Yeah. She like, she like, you like what, nigga? She like, you like none. You trying to get to know you. Like, I like, I like your vibe. Whole time, he just want to know your type of side. No, what he want to know is how she feel like. Hey yo, he don't even know her first name. Right, I'm not gonna lie to you. Had a little something come through one night. Next morning, talking to my roommate, so I don't even remember her name. I ain't remember until she texted me when she left. Her name was Tiny. Her name was Tiny. Yeah. Hey yo, that's crazy. Was she Tiny? Yeah, she kept saying you like petite girls. I said we wouldn't be here if I didn't. Honestly, we need to go back to the drawing boards when it comes to this because I talked about this on the one episode of my podcast um, where I asked if the question was like, "Is dating dead?" And the reason why I asked that question is because a lot of times now people don't try to get to know one another fully. You know, people don't actually take the time to invest to actually learn about people and learn who they're really dealing with. They just kind of take what they see on social media. And a lot of times it's like, all right, they look good on paper. And that's all they, that's all it is for them. Just because like, oh, you can see like, oh, you know, she put in her bio that she's she a, an, uh, she a RN. She graduated from here. She got she also a lash tech on the side or something like that, and you're like, oh, she looked good too. All right, bet that's all I need. Instead of actually talking to her, learning what her world is like, and understanding who she truly is as a person. I mean, I'm gonna say I don't know if it's just me, but I know there's times where dudes, for a fact, will have a you know a night where they're linking with this girl that they just met or whatever. He's like probably the baddest girl in the world. Then they finally sit down and like try to get to it. They have a conversation and that shit goes nowhere. There's no substance behind it. There's no there's no true connection between the two of them. And then you smash, but it's like, was it really like worth it? Did it really feel like anything? You probably just smash and it was just like, eh. No, that's a fact. But I guess we're bringing back to the original we're talking about clubbing out and out. So, like, y'all both mentioned that y'all might be for like five vibes or whatever for y'all. Right. First of all, I go out being a dancer. Literally, literally just me. I'll be in the vibe. Sometimes, like, I gotta go to a familiar place. That's exactly what I was about to bring up Because you uh, you go to a lot of places You go a lot more places than I do Definitely. You know a lot more places than I do You know more people than I do But I move a lot So I can't even fathom the idea Of going somewhere by myself When half the time I don't even know my surrounding area Outside my apartment building Cause I want to dance, 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 d
Familiarity is more important, right? Right. Um, um, if, if, if I agree, I agree with Chavo, Chavo, we should have been five and five. That's the best move to do. But I do, but think, I do think, though, though like, Greg, like Greg, you started, started talking about the, 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 the characteristics, traits, traits, all the Yeah. That yeah. shit's important. No, that shit's definitely important. Everybody being passive. Yo, because, like, I hate when I go out with dudes too fast. Like, if I, all right, let's say it's the time going out with dudes. No, the opposite is actually what I find to be so amusing when guys go out somewhere and they're posting on the wall. And then at the end of the night, they're posting on social media. Last night was a movie. Right. right. Yo, no, 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 I like that. I'm, I'm not, not there. there with you. Like, don't, like, don't have come out with, with you. Like, you want to be chill. 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 Cool. Cool. Nah, nah, nah. nah they 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 dancing. You know what I mean? Nah. I hate this this new wave of, like, going out because I still remember, like, even like it were young days or, like, even early on in my college days where you would pull up to a party, everybody dancing. Everybody, even like the person that you thought was like the weird kid in the, on the in the corner, whatever, he getting some, he getting a Wally from somebody else. Like it's mad things going on, you know, like the, the infamous Wally. You feel me? But like even then, that was a great time in life. When you when you go out to the clubs now, right? For instance, like the last time we went, we went to two different two different clubs, which was two different energies, right? One was more like a like a seventies. Or is it 80s, 70s, 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 like 70s, 80s, 90s, like disco type, you know, the, you know, with the with <laughs> with that type of energy, and then you go upstairs to where like the young crowd is, like our age, our age group, and honestly, looking at the the difference between the two, I would personally rather be at the 70s, 80s, 90s because people literally were just in there genuinely just having a good time. Nah, it's not even people choosing, bro. Honestly, when when we went, the energy felt like people were just waiting for something to pop off. It's like people go to the club just to wait for something to pop off, not to go and have fun. Because I get it. You know, times is a little different now. People are real. Some, some are just real weirdos that are out there and are creeps and, you know, shit like that. But when you at a club, right, and you dancing, like you trying to be with your girls, whatever, but if all you girls are just standing, staring at each other, and then you got the dudes that's around you trying to see if y'all trying to dance, and then you looking at them like, why are they looking at you? Like, you in a club.
Amen. Bro, it's, it's over. Honestly, I feel like it's where you at Because when I was living out here in the northeast It was the same type of vibe I was getting very, very I felt disrespected By the way that the party culture turned. I was saddened. Back in the day, you can go get a Wally by a random female you never met before, and you would never see her again in your life. Bro, y'all would high five afterwards. Exactly. <laughs> and then nowadays, you have to know the girl and I'm taking her out to Chick fil A twice. But then when I moved to Chicago, when I moved to Chicago, it was straight ratchet. They didn't care about anything. That girl looked back at you, she wasn't looking at you. She was looking at your mans because she wouldn't know who she was going to dance on next. Mm-hmm. And then when I moved to Arizona, it felt like I was in high school. All right, and we getting ready. I know it's. Uh, I know we worried about all this weather, but the gang is going out tonight, right? You know, we making our move, moving around, moving and shaking a little bit. When it comes to going out, though, how do y'all personally feel about like, all right, let's say the group of people that you want to go out with. Like, how many people is too many people? Personally, I believe any more than six people, way too many. Mm. I think a common group of four is about perfect. Mm-hmm. Five, if you want a full car. Six, be able to drive separate cars. Everyone has to be on one accord. You're going to have that one person who wants to go out have way too many drinks. Mm-hmm. Another person who wants to be antisocial. Maybe you have like the core two or three. Maybe living up living up their life, having a great night. They came with a plan. They execute. You know, leaving home with a partner. Sure. Leaving a club with a partner. Mm, plus one. Exactly. With, a, with a nice young harlot you met out there. But I think... Three or four is perfect. Nice size. Everyone can stay on the same page, one accord. Everyone knows what's going on. Mm. You don't have to worry about getting a, few, a whole lot of different cars. You don't have to worry about buying a whole lot of different lifts, Ubers, whatever the case may be. Six is definitely too much. Okay. So you say like three, four. What about you, G? Yeah, I mean, I could, I could say the same thing as far as just like a, a regular group outing, probably like three or five mm-hmm. max, you know. But even if you do something, because I know like my family, we have a large group of us. 
but it's like as long as you know people kind of like branch off so like let's say there's is 10 people but there's like it's like five and five realistically you know we all are together but these five are like mainly going to be talking and hanging out with each other and then these five are going to be mainly talking and hanging out you know and we're not necessarily responsible for the full 10 type of thing but yeah no obviously i think the smaller group the better i do think you do need a couple extra heads especially ones that you need like certain personalities you need somebody that actually is like the going out king or queen the one that actually knows how to set the vibes going you know and just always has that energy just to be like yo we gonna be out here and we're gonna be lit you said the vibe king or queen yes. so you don't mind if you know everywhere you go she knows every bouncer and you know, or everywhere you go with your man's, like he got the hookup everywhere. I mean, you know, I, that's who you want to be with. I mean, hey, listen, man. Hmm. I'm not a club person. I, I I say this all the time. Hmm. But just going out and just doing like event type thing, it's cool when you know people, because a lot of times when you know somebody, they gonna get you that section for hmm. free. Hmm. They might hook you up with a bottle for free, or they might just let you in the club. For free instead of paying that thirty-five to forty-dollar cover charge. I really hate club culture, yo. I love going out. And if I may add it in, uh, with G spin is straight facts. I'm one of those guys that if I bring a lady out, I don't want everybody to know her. You know, mm. but I take her to the club. If she know everybody in the club, I do feel some type of way sometimes mm-hmm. because I like everything to be um, very secluded, right? Oh. When I go out with someone and it's like just us two, uh-huh. I like to feel like we it's just us two in our space. Wait, 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 wait. But hold that thought though. When you're going out with someone. Because I was about to dive into something real quick with like club culture. This is a FYI, yo. Don't tell me come see you at a club and nothing like that and you a bottle girl. Juco don't strippers. Do don't do Juco it. Juco strippers. I'm saying, if you, look, 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 if you a bottle girl, you know what I'm saying? Look, I get it. I support that that culture. Like everybody got to get to it. So I ain't mad at you. But don't make it seem like, oh yeah, we're going to link. No, no, we're not going to. We're not linking. We're not linking. But. You were talking about when you go out with a nice young lady, you don't want everybody to know her. Why? Well, I feel like I'm a very, I'm a very selfish person mm-hmm. when it comes to my partners, but also I like to do everything I want to feel like it's just us two. Mm. Like if I spend time with you, or I'm choosing to spend time with just you, I want you to know all my energy is focused on you. So I accept, I expect that to be reciprocated. Mm. And yes, I can't help if they happen to be popular or it's their neck of the woods. So of course they're gonna know some people. Um, but I want your attention to be on me if I'm spending all my attention and my time on you. Mm-hmm. Um, but touching what Rex was talking about before, I actually uh, took my lady friend out with me and my guys, I'm going to say about a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, we ended up going to a nice little club that she knew of. She knew the owner and like, the host. This guy took us in the back room. They just had a brand new addition. Mm-hmm. Nice section. Say eight to ten people. The biggest part they had, I had exactly eight people with me. We got a free bottle. They gave us... Uh, the best bottle girls we had, you know, the Juco strippers. They was almost like clockwork. They checking in with us, got phenomenal service. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of it all, you gave us a discount on my bill. So, going on what Greg said about that, mm-hmm. sometimes if you do know the right people, you get a lot of hookups. So, I couldn't even be mad about how many people she knew because it ended up helping me in the end. So, so all right, so play devil's advocate here because I've always thought about this. You go out with somebody and your perception of them is, you know, one way. And then you realize, wow, she's giving out all kinds of hugs, even those hugs that maybe you look at and you feel a way about. She's knowing people, shaking hands, kissing babies, politicking. But from what it seems, her loyalty is to you. 
All those people give her all kinds of attention. They look at her. Damn, she nice. She looking good. Niggas want to talk to her. You see her, they offering to buy her drinks, all that. But she's only paying attention to you. If you knew that she was a hot commodity, well-known in her neighborhood, do you still disqualify her from contention just because people know her a little bit more? Because that doesn't mean that she did anything with him. I was going to say, this this would lead into my question, which would be, is what is she known for? Well, listen, she could just be known because she's just a bad one. Like right. I'm sure like every neighborhood got that one girl where it's like, yo, we all are, you know, there's like the crew, you know what I mean? Like everybody knows her just because she's always been. But you can't really attach nobody to her. She moves a certain way, so everybody's not finding out about her. However, to what Rico said, she might be in a situation, or he might be in a situation where it's like, damn, I ain't know everybody knew you like this. Like, what happens if you end up out with her and that's what you find out, Rico? Well, I know, personally, I choose to only get involved with people when I know certain things about them. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's all about, well, you're talking about disqualifying her from contention, but do I not do my, my due diligence beforehand? Mm-hmm. Right? And so, In theory, you in should. Theory, yes, but as you said before, sometimes you go out with someone and things come to light afterwards. Mm-hmm. At that point, it's a matter of what's important to you. And what you're willing to put up with. Word, word. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because personally, I know I, I like to go out. <laughs> I love to be outside. You know what I'm saying? I need a little panel. Let me outside. You know, yeah, I'm out there. Outside cat, you know? But but at the same time, like, I know how to have fun, be responsible. I don't get too drunk, nothing like that. I barely even drink, for real. I like to go out there, dance, have a good time. Like, yeah, I was with me. Well, Rico wasn't that night, but G, you was with me. Yeah, I was. I was having a time of my life. Yes, you were. You know what I mean? You traveled back in time. Yo, I did, yo. It was seven. Yo, for those listening, it was 70s and 80s night. And your boy got deemed cub of the month because I was having a time of my life. I was like a water or a fish in water. You know what I mean? I was floating in there, vibing like a fly to shit. Just living my life, dancing, getting my boogie on. And I won a little contest. They gave me a fishbowl too at the end. Like, but I like to go out and dance. There's nothing wrong with that. But whoever I'm involved with or anything like that, she got to understand that. And uh, when it comes to, to going out, like you were talking about earlier, Rico, like really getting to know someone or understanding them or like vetting them before you get to a certain point, I feel like nowadays that's becoming almost harder because a lot of times the tools that we use to vet people in my opinion, can be manipulated. Like, social media is probably number one thing. I could not post shit on the internet. And now whatever you've seen about me last is what you think. Or if other people start talking about me, that's what you think. So I feel like it's hard for us to say, yeah, we're going to try to, you know, vet the, 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 the person we're involved with, whether that be men or women. Not just them. It's, it's us too. Because some niggas be lying on the net. <laughs> but then again, it's like, what questions am I asking? Yeah. Like, I need to have in-depth conversation with someone before I even contemplate about taking them out somewhere with me. So walk me through it then. So we're like, like all right, you know, oh my God, like I like you. Like she talk, you know, I'm I'm her. What you like about me? I don't know. You just, you just seem like you it. Like I can't put a finger on it. Like it's just something about you. Well, if you can't put a finger on it, maybe you need to go back, think about it and then get back to me. Mm. Damn. She's going to be like, wow, like that's just so crazy. Like Because, if, but look, if she said, oh, you just seem it, that makes me think she's the one to smash the clout. Mm. I don't got top girls going to smash the club. I did that in college. Did but then, but hold up. All right, all right. But look, but then on that same token, though, because like, I'm, I'm not caping for the women or anything like that, but you got to play both sides because 
a lot of times dudes would be like, yo, yo, what's good? She like, ah, what, nigga? He like, none. You know, I'm just trying to get to know you. Like, I like your vibe. Whole time, he just want to know your insides. No, what he want to know is how she feel like. Yeah, yeah. He want to know what it tastes like. He said, let me taste it. But he don't know her last name. Hey, yo. He don't even know her first name. He don't know her first name. He just She just shorty in the corner. Right. I'm not going to lie to you. Had a little something come through one night. Next morning, talking to my roommate. So I don't even remember her name. I remember until she texted me when she left. Name is Tiny. Her name was Tiny. Her name was Tiny. Yeah. You got butt naked and wrestled with a shorty named Tiny? Hey, yo. That's crazy. Was she yeah. Tiny? Yeah, she kept saying you like petite girls. I said, we wouldn't be here if I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he said, nah, shorty. You know what I mean? You like a small, I like a double X joint. Nothing wrong with that. Shout out to the big joints. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's hard for you to vet people now that you really get involved with. Honestly, we need to go back to the drawing boards when it comes to this because I talked about this on the one episode of my podcast um, where I asked if the question was like is dating dead and the reason why I asked that question is because a lot of times now people don't try to get to know one another fully you know people don't actually take the time to invest to actually learn about people and learn who they're really dealing with they just kind of take what they see on social media and a lot of times it's like alright they look good on paper and that's, and that's all it, that's all it is for them. Just, just because, because, like, oh, you see, like, like oh, you know, you know she, she put in her body, body she's she a, uh, she a RN, she graduated from here, she got, she also a lash tech on the side or something like that. And you're like, oh, she look good too, all right, but that's all I need. Instead of actually talking to her, learning what her world is like, understanding who she truly is as a person. I don't mean, that's, man. How many, I'm going to say, I don't know if it's just me, but I know there's times where dudes, for a fact, will have, uh, you know, a night where they're linking with this girl mm-hmm. they just met or whatever. He's like probably the best girl in the world. Then they finally sit down and like try to get to it. They, they have, have a conversation, conversation and that shit goes, goes nowhere. nowhere. Mm. There's, there's no, no substance behind it. There's, there's no, no, there's there's no, no true, true connection between the two of them. And, and then you smash, but it's like, was it really like, like worth it? Did it really, really feel like anything? anything? You, you probably, probably smash, and it was just like, yeah. Well, I mean, that's something. I mean, that's, uh, and that shit gets so convoluted because at least what I've experienced in dating is that sometimes girls think that if, if we're getting involved in a physical level, it has to be for some kind of exchange. And that's not necessarily what it is. And I'm not saying that the exchange is monetarily or a monetary one, but sometimes the exchange is just simply, well, I'm not going to really get involved with you and run my body count up if we're not going to pursue seriously dating or something like that. I mean, that whole thing can go, it, that's a rabbit hole. That's just a whole nother episode. <laughs> no, that's a fact. Um, but I, I guess we'll bring it back to the original thing when we're talking about like clubs and going out. Mm-hmm. So like y'all both mentioned that y'all, like a group of like three to five will work for y'all. Right. Personally, I go out by my damn self. Literally just me. And I'll be in there vibing. Although sometimes like I got to go to a familiar place. Because safety, 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 safety. I want to be able to watch my back. That's exactly what I was about to bring up. Yes. Safety. You, uh, you go to a lot of places. You go to a lot more places than I do. You know a lot more places than I do. Yeah. More people than I do. That's what I'm saying. I go to familiar places. I move a lot. So I can't even fathom the idea of going somewhere by myself when half the time I don't even know my surrounding area outside my apartment building. See, so yeah, definitely, uh, definitely familiar places. I mean, even some places like I know I could afford a section, but I'll still go gym pop because I want to dance, you know, be really with the people, you know, get engulfed in the culture, if you will. Familiarity is important, but um, 
if, if I agree with y'all though with the uh, with the three to five, I think that that's a good group. But I do think though, like Greg, you started talking about the 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 characteristics and the traits involved in the group. Yeah, that shit is important. No, that man. shit is definitely. Everybody important. can't be the passive, yo. Cause like I hate when I go out and dudes be too cool. Like if I all right, like let's say it's you know us three, we going out. Mm-hmm. Nigga, go dance. Like, go do something. Go interact, bro. People go to the club and sit on, post on the wall and be on some, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, I'm cooling. Maybe they buy a drink. Maybe they don't. Maybe they try to buy a chick a drink. Maybe they don't. Who knows? But by just standing there not doing nothing, and then you complain, yo, it was trash. I don't know. What the fuck? I would like, what? No, the opposite is actually what I find to be so amusing when guys go out somewhere and they're posting on the wall. And then at the end of the night, they post on social media. Last night was a movie. Right. Yo, now, see, look, I like that when I'm not there with you. Like, don't have me come out with you. And you on, yeah, I'm chilling. I'm cooling. Nah, nah, nigga, we over here dancing. You know what I mean? Nah. I, I, I hate this, this new wave of, like, going out because I still remember, like, even, like, your young days or, like, even early on in my college days where you would pull up to a party, everybody dancing. Everybody. Everybody, even, even like, like the, the person, person that you thought was like the weird kid in the, on the in the corner, whatever. He getting some. He getting a wally from somebody else. The wally. You know, like the wally. The wally. But like even that was then, a great time in life. We got you, a lot of wallies in my life. Clubs now, right? Yeah, yeah. For instance, like the last time we went, we went to two different two different clubs, yeah, which was two wild. different energies, right? Yeah, very much. One was more like a like a seventies. It's it 70s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 70s, 80s, 90s, like disco type. Shout out to the old heads. You know, the, you know with the. Yeah. <laughs> with that type of energy. And then you go upstairs to where like the young crowd is, like our, That's age, our age group. Our age group. And honestly, looking at the, the difference between the two, I would personally rather be at the 70s, 80s, 90s because people literally were just in their gym just having a good time. Yo, and, and it's like every time. I go out anywhere. I always try to gauge the energy. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love Cuba Libre because I like to get my, my salsa dance on, you know, stuff like that. So if, if we go into a regular club where it's not like a niche or whatever, um, I always try to gauge the crowd. And the disco we went to, bruh, everybody in that bitch, they was dancing like nonstop. Every song that came on, there was mad seats with nobody in them because everybody was on the, the glowing dance floor. And then we go upstairs to the club where we all of us, we in our 20s, people up there in their 20s. And it's like, you got half the dudes in there plotting around, looking like they about to... I was like, I hope DJ don't play Pooh Shiesty in here. Somebody gonna get shot in this bitch. Like, it didn't look like it was an environment where people looking to have fun. They were just more so concerned about who's here, what's going on. Everybody's choosing, but nobody's... I, I, it's weird. Nah, it's not even people choosing, bro. Honestly, when, when we went, the energy felt like people were just waiting for something to pop off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people yeah. go to the club just to wait for something to pop up, not to go and have fun. Because I get it. You know, times is a little different now. People are real. Some, some are just real weirdos that are out there and are creeps and, you know, shit like that. Konnichiwa, bitches. But when you are at a club, right, and you dancing, like you're trying to be with your girl or whatever, but if all you girls are just standing, staring at each other, and then you got the dudes around you trying to see if y'all trying to dance, and you looking at them like, why, Why are they looking at you? Like, you in the club. I ain't gonna lie. We we do gotta uh, give a moment of silence real quick for the just a sidebar. Um, R.I.P. to the days where 
women dance with men inside clubs. Moment of silence. Okay. Amen. I'll be back. We'll be back. Yeah, those days are gone. Bro, it's, those it's days over. are gone. I, yo, I seen I seen the dude getting embarrassed one night. Oh my god. Yo, so so we at the club, you know what I mean? Certain songs come on. They awaken this this thing in people, specifically girls. I think it was uh from the uh great uh uh great author of our time named Juvenile when he put out this song called Back That Ass Up mm -hmm. with Multiple Z's. Yeah. And the song came on, and I seen this dude. I, it was funny, because I'm looking from the bar. Man spotted something nice from across the room. They locked eyes. But she didn't give him the same look he did to her. The song dropped, she started twerking. Man said, fuck it. That nigga threw all caution to the wind. Worked his way over there, tried to slide his way in. She turned around and said, uh-uh. And then girls that was with her, they all and uh -uh him at the same time. He got four and uh -uh's and all he wanted was one dance. I'm like, damn. Honestly, I feel Sad. like it's where you at. Because when I was living out here in the Northeast, it was the same type of vibe. I was getting very, very, I felt disrespected. Mm. By the way, that the party culture turned. Yeah. Back in the day, you can go get a Wally by a brand new female you never met before. You would never see her getting it. The Wally. Y'all would high five afterwards. Exactly. The Wally. Nowadays, you have to know the girl and I'm taking her out to Chick fil A twice. The Wally. But then, That's it. when I moved That's to Chicago, when I moved to Chicago, it was straight ratchet. Mm -hmm. They didn't care about anything. That girl looked back at you, she wasn't looking at you. She was looking at their mains because she wouldn't know who she was going to dance on next. Mm -hmm. And then Dang. when I moved to Arizona, it felt like I was in high school again. Now, I ain't going to lie, them Caribbean parties, they'll be different. Because, uh, yo, we went to the uh, we went to one joint club out in, out in Philly, and we walk in the party, and I see people dancing, having a good old time, and song is moving, I'm vibing, just chilling. This lady grabbed me, tried to dance on me. I'm like, nah, come on, shorty, I ain't here for all that. She like, oh, niggas gay in here. What? What? One day we're gonna have to talk about that too, because I can't get shamed just because I don't want to dance with you. Or I can't get called gay just because I ain't want to be involved with you sexually, ma'am. That's the topic for another day. Well, speaking of partying, you know, living your life, going crazy, having a good time. We got to talk about Chris Brown. We got to talk about Chris Brown. A very talented musician, dancer, public figure. He's been a part of a lot of people's lives for a long time. Chris Brown was recently in some hot water uh, because there was a woman who was suing him for uh, being sexually inappropriate. Uh, she was suing him for $20 million, right? But recently, <laughs> it has come out that... Uh, He's come out and he said, yo, no, no. According to TMZ, Chris Brown is firing back at the woman who accused him of the R word and sued him for $20 million, insisting voicemails and texts she sent after their encounter prove it was consensual. And now the woman's lawyer is dropping her. The string of texts very shortly uh, after he and, anonymous, he and the anonymous accuser hooked up on a yacht in Miami back in December of 2020. Um, and continue for several months. In the text, Chris tells the woman she should take a plan B bill after their encounter, and she responds that she will and adds, I want to blank you. I want to fuck you tonight at midnight. Oh, I censored the F word. But months later, 
After she and Chris apparently talked about meeting up again, but never did, the woman sends multiple nude selfies and says, you're honestly the best sex I've ever had. Uh, I just want it again. There's also a screenshot here where she says, missing you. You're the best. Why are you playing with me? With multiple E's on the M of the me. She then even says, you knew full well I wasn't pressing you about no dick. You told me to stay and then you trying to play me. Nah, that's crazy. I didn't deserve that, but you definitely got it. It's the alleged text. It goes on to read that when Chris didn't respond, she seemed to get peeved texting. Uh, you knew full well I wasn't pressing you about no dick. You told me to stay and then you trying to play me. Nah, that's crazy. Uh, in a voicemail, when Chris, which Chris posted to Instagram, she says, I just want to see you again. Just let me know. If you want me to leave you alone, I will. But I really just want to fuck this shit again. Um, and then Chris clearly feels vind <laughs> vindicated and said on social media, no more dragging me through the mud. Clearly you all can see the blue cap emoji. He says he's planning to sue the accuser because you don't play with people's lives like that. TMZ broke the story and the woman accusing her, accusing Chris of drugging her during the yacht party uh, and taking her in the bedroom and aring her. And uh, TMZ actually spoke to the accuser's lawyer. Her name is Ariel Mitchell. And she confirms the woman sent Chris the text and the voicemail. She tells TMZ she's withdrawing from the kicks because she says the woman had not informed her about the messages. Meanwhile, Miami Beach PD tells us that the case is still under investigation. However, they have received the messages between Chris and the accuser. So now, I think we, we as a, as a podcast, we as a society, I think there's a conversation that needs to be had here because this is the learning from L's podcast. And I think that there's an L that's about to happen here. But let's talk about what we learned. First of all, what's y'all initial reactions from reading this? I feel like this believe all women thing is what leads to situations like this. How so? Because as many of us have seen on social media, as soon as this accusation broke, everyone said, oh, Chris Brown must have done it. He has to go to jail. Throw him under the jail. Take him for all his money and blah, 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 blah. Mm. Now that it's come out that she was falsifying a lot of the information and that she indeed was pressing him for more dick. Now everyone's like, oh, I guess she was just wrong. We need to just let it be. When Chris Brown is right, you can't just play with someone's life like that. That's his life. That's his livelihood. That's def that's defamation. Yeah, he's a celebrity. Yeah, definitely, he makes yeah. money off of his name. Mm -hmm. He has a daughter. He's a father. From what I understand, he does everything right to the best of his capability. Mm. And you try to, just because someone's not giving you the attention that you feel like you deserve, you would ruin their career. That's not fair. But we don't give that that much attention on the male side. Just as soon as we feel like the female has been wronged, that's when everyone wants to pick up their little Twitter fingers and go crazy. Yep. It's not fair. It's not right. You know why I think it's even worse is because he's a celebrity. So let it be a regular person. They're not getting the same type of attention. They're probably going to get, you know, vindicated for real. And nobody's really going to believe anything that's been said. And I think another thing that plays a part into this is because people on social media don't have to basically accept consequences for what they say and what they believe you know so let one person put something on there it doesn't matter what it gets put out you check the comments them comments 
people say the wildest things on there. Yeah, they be going the crazy. The wildest thing that they will never say in person. They go crazy. That will never actually, you know, do these things in real time. And they just do it because, you know, maybe they just don't like him as an artist. Or maybe they still feel something about the whole Rihanna situation, you know? Or just uh, kind of like the new history of, you know, artists being accused of these things. You know, like Trey Songs and everybody else under the sun. You feel me? That there's so many things that are allegedly happening to these people where some of them are true and some of them aren't. But a lot of the times in these particular situations, it always stems from somebody being hurt by the other person, probably emotionally or something that, you know, lines or there were some type of miscommunication between the two. Mm-hmm. And just based off of this situation, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but she just sounded delusional based off of the messages that were put out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there might be more to the story that we that we don't know about because we are not those two people. We were not involved in this situation to understand what Chris may have said to her to let her to believe certain things mm-hmm. or what she might have said or done or however the situation goes. But the only thing that we can really look from is that based off those messages, the shit was consensual. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like he took advantage. It wasn't like, and then unless there's a report that comes out that said that there was this particular drug in her system, then everything else was consensual, at least to based off of the messages that we can see. Hmm. It's, um, man, this is a, it's a topic that's this it's deep to me. Um, for one, I think because there's multiple levels, right? You have actually you 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 have the the accuser, you have Chris, um, and then on another level you have the attorney, uh, and then on the third one you got the police. Everybody has these text messages, and the attorney confirmed that they were real, right? Um, the fact that she's walking away from the case, I think, says pretty much everything we need to know. Um, it's not about, to me, uh, it's not even about whether he did it or didn't do it because none of us are uh, here to, to you know, figure that part out. We'll let the law figure that out, right? Right. But in the court of public opinion and the, in the, in the, in the fact that we're just people living in this world, we understand how powerful an accusation can be because realistically, that's all it would take. And he's been in situations like this before. We've seen it. He's he's a public figure, so of course everybody sees it. But I just think that it's nasty that this happens. And first of all, it's an anonymous accuser. What's her fucking name? What's her name? You want to put out this 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 suit? We know the attorney's name that's going out to Chris. We know where it happened. We know when it happened. What's her name? I don't like that part. And I know you know you got to protect her identity and all this kind of stuff, but. When you take it to that that level, it's almost like uh, when I was a little kid, my grandma used to explain to me that you can never blame people for how they react to what you did to them. So if you're going to say that Chris Brown did this to you, uh, then you have to kind of be prepared for him to want to defend himself. And for anyone that is a fan of his or a detractor of his, people are just going to get involved and people are going to know. So the fact that they're going out and saying, yeah, we're not going to show we're not going to tell you guys her name. No, tell us her name. Because everybody wants equality. If there were a man who was going in, he was uh, 
if it wasn't Chris, you would still know the dude's name. Right. That happens. I just think that that's 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 nasty. And I also think that the um the fact that even after this is over with, maybe he'll sue her. I don't know. I think something something has to be put in place. Because these things are happening more often. It's not like this is something that's new. There are situations where, unfortunately, throughout history, um, something like this has happened. Some, someone has lied about a, a serious crime like this. Right. And I'm not saying that she's lying, because no, I'm not. I'm not saying that at all. But in the event that that is the case, which the attorney leaving this alone kind of you know points to that, um, what happens to her now? Because even if Chris sues her or whatever, and she could be like, "Oh, I'm broke. I got no money. Whatever. I'm nobody." Something has to happen because if you say that about him, he could lose all. His, he could lose everything. Right. Locked up and shit. That shit happened in Florida, son. Huh? Yeah, Florida is a crazy place, man. Florida is his own world. That's a fact. <laughs> I don't know. I just think that shit is. That shit is. No, nah, I, I I feel you on that too, bro. Because there has to be a penalty for something like that. You know, you get locked up for all these different accusations right and you go into court court is just about evidence and what story can be told the best mm -hmm. yeah what can you prove what, what can, can you, prove? you prove so if you can falsify a narrative to make it seem like this is really what happened and it didn't now this man is about to go and spend the rest of his life in prison for something that truly did not happen it's nasty these false accusations actually make it a whole lot harder for those who it really happens to. Exactly. I was, that was going to be my next Yeah, they, they, they don't want to come forward because you get shit like this. And it's like, again, we can't say that it was a false accusation because it hasn't been proven in the court of law. So we're not going to say that it was a false accusation. However, right. the evidence points to maybe it didn't happen. But you are totally right, Rico. When people do stuff like this, if there are people that you know that this really happened to, they are... <laughs> Way less likely to talk about what really went down because of shit like this. What do y'all think should happen to her if it comes out? Yo, she lied. Like if she just wakes up and said, "Look, I know what I said. I made a mistake. I'm not perfect." What should happen to her? I believe she should either receive jail time or a fine. There has to be some repercussion for her actions. Mm -hmm. And while she might not have the monetary uh, means that Chris Brown or other celebrities may have. Um, there has to be some sort of slap on the wrist. Because these people continue to get away with this. Let's other people know that it's okay to do the same thing. Which is where we're at now. And obviously, this is detrimental to society. Uh, it, it can happen to celebrities. And they have the means to fund lawyers, get their voice out there, actually expand on the situation. What about some of those regular people who don't have the means to do all that? So if I get an accusation like that against me, that could be literally the end of my career, my public life. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm relatively young I don't know if I'm going to go through that nah, then what's even worse as especially as a man and you get hit with these accusations even if it is proven that it isn't true just because your name is attached to a case of the sorts people are automatically still going to think that you did it mm -hmm. or people are still going to feel like that you're associated with that that's the type of person you really are people will judge you based off of all these little incidents that someone else has said versus actually, like I said, getting to know the person or knowing how this person truly acts. Now, like I said before, we're never going to truly know how 
that situation really was because we are not the two parties that are involved. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm just a fly on the wall. Right. But. But at the end of the day, you got to understand that it takes a lot to really understand what goes on on that social dynamic where, where we talk about consent as a thing mm-hmm. and really understanding both parties. Because we always think about it as so simple. But since it's such a complex world that we live in, the way that minds thinks and the way that people perceive communication and things like that, mm-hmm. where something might start off as consensual, but then it might not be later on, or whatever the mindset is. But as just to go back to as far as like a penalty that should happen, I'm cool with a fine happening. I'm cool with jail time happening. Doesn't have to be a ridiculous amount of time. You know, because at the end of the day, I think prisons are kind of stupid. I think it should be more of a rehabilitative state or at least give her some therapy because maybe that's something that she needs. Because right now, like I said, she sounds very delusional. She sounds like she assumed that she was the only one, that they're having this crazy relationship that was more than just sex. She has an emotional connection to this man where he probably nine times out of ten had no type of real feeling for her. Yeah. I, I was gonna say too, um, you know, again, it's the learning from L's pod and uh there's another L in here. It ain't just all her. This nigga Chris told her to take a plan B. That's a fact. What if she says no? Like, what if she says, you know? I could take this plan B, but that's Chris Brown. I think that also goes into what G said earlier. We don't know what he said to her. Yeah. Because obviously if he, as some of my friends would say, put that bug in her ear, the Mm -hmm. point where she's been so delusional that she felt the need to actually go to a lawyer, exchange monetary value for their services, Mm -hmm. and bring this to light through social media, I have no idea, or we have no idea, what he could have said to her to even get her to take the plan B at that point in time. Because maybe she felt there may have been a future in their relationship. Because I want to know, was the plan B taken, or is there another little little baby on the way? Like that part, that question never got answered. Then the, the little the little snippet that was sent in the TMZ, it don't show the full conversation. It shows that he wasn't talking to her, which I get, but. Did she take the plan? I don't know. I just think that, that like, it's the only, it, the, the, it's not just her that's in the wrong in the situation. Well, I can't even say in the wrong, but man's is wilding. <laughs> say, yo, get that plan B, dog. What are you doing? Like, I get it. If we had the same means and lived the same life as some celebrities, then you probably do some of the same things they do. But just looking at the situation, it's like, damn, my boy, why you didn't just... Like, why would you do that in the first place? <laughs> why, why, why you, why? I don't know. <laughs> Chris is wilding. <sighs> yeah, but prayers, thoughts and prayers to Chris Brown and to the young lady involved. I hope the situation works itself out. Let's get into something a little more lighthearted, though, just to, you know. Get towards the end of this episode here. Um, I want to know if I'm weird. Because I was talking to some people, some of my brothers, and, and some of them think that some of the things, although I think some of the things they were saying was weird, I just want to make sure I'm not fucking bugging. 
And sometimes I be bugging, but not all the time. So I want to ask y'all a couple questions and then just see what y'all think. And I'll give you where I was at with it too. So let's say you're going to a place, right? It's a place that's far. Let's say you're driving an hour. You're meeting someone there. Do you tell the person, hey, I'm 15 minutes away. Hey, I'm 10 minutes away. Or do you just drive there and then say, hey, I'm outside? Well, I do a little bit of both. No, no, you can't qualify. You got to pick one. It's hard, though. Nah, if I have to pick one, I'm I'm telling them intervals. So if I'm 15 out, I'm going to let them know. Because a lot of times, too, right, if you don't let somebody know, they're not prepared for you to be there exactly on time anyway. Mm. So if I tell them I'm 15, that gives them a chance. Like the ones that like, oh, they waited to last minute to get dressed or hop in the shower real quick. Yeah. So then you know how far away I am. I might not necessarily be exactly 15 minutes. You know, I might show up a little faster or show up a little later than that, but it gives you, it gauges you with a nice time frame of how long I'm about to be. Word, because like if I'm on my way to a bus down or something like that, she got to get herself ready. So, you know, she got to, you know, put the little narrow and get that thing right. You know, prepare, put on the good draws, you know, not the ones with a little hole in them that she has since, you know, 20, 2014. That's gross. So, yeah, you know, you got to make sure that that is right. So. That is gross, though. That's gross. Yeah, but no. personally, I'm the type of person I get. I, the small things piss me off, honestly. But if I tell somebody I'm an hour out and I'm about to leave now, if you're not ready in an hour, I mean, you had a whole hour to get ready. Yeah. So if I hit you up like I'm outside after that hour, my interval was an hour ago. When I told you I was leaving my house. And if you know it takes me about an hour to get there, you know to get ready in about an hour. Mm. That's common sense. Yo, that's look, you would think that. You would think. You would think that. That's just That's how I think. Yeah, yeah, you would think that. I mean, Percy, I, I, I love to just, yo, twenty minutes, ten minutes, because I'm trying to give them that courtesy too to let them know, I'm on my way. I'm almost there, and I'm actually about to pull up. Like, let's go. You know what I mean? But the next one, condiments, condiments, condiments. Do you put them in the fridge or no? Hell no. Some go in the fridge. Some remain in the cabinet. So you put your ketchup in the fridge? Hell yeah. Yes. Really. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Okay. What about mustard? I mean, I don't like mustard, but yes. I don't like mustard, but my mama do keep it in the fridge. Yeah, mm. In the fridge. What about syrup? No. Cabinet. Yeah. I, put, hey, look, pantry. I pantry. don't put it in the fridge either, but apparently you're supposed to. It's supposed to go in the pantry. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. 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 We on the same thing. Now, some people, this, this one can be controversial. So careful how you word this, fellas. Some people, when they get in the shower, they wash their feet. Some people just kind of let the water hit, let it do what it does. Which side of the coin are you on? I'm washing my feet. I wash my whole body twice. Mm. Yeah, washing the feet. That why so light skin? Is that what that is? No, has nothing no. to do with being light skin. It's cleanliness, bro. No, I know. He said he was washing his body twice. I'm like, he's scrubbing the melanin <laughs> off. Like, <laughs> Not the melanin. What, like, what, what if you really was a dark skin nigga the whole time? <laughs> there you go. glider to me. <laughs> That's a fact. Nah, yeah, I, I, I like to put a little soap on there, you know, just a rubber duck. But I try not to fall, though. Because sometimes, you know, you fall, you lift your leg up. Now you one foot on the ground and you soaking wet. It's like, damn, I'm slippery. <laughs> you know, you can't be slippery. So slippery. <laughs> All right, look, would you rather be in the club with $1 or be in there with a million dollars? Did we pregame? Did you pregame? Oh, all right, yeah, we'll set, the, we'll set the parameters here. Not only did you pre, all right, you took everybody, no matter how big or how small you are, everyone took five shots of tequila. 
and you paid admission to get in the club. So you're in the club and you drank a little bit already. Would you rather be in there with an M or with a with a Washington? Do I have a million and one dollars and I chose to either take the million or that one dollar? No, no. You only have one or the other. You either have a whole million or just one dollar. Do people know that I have the million? No, they don't know shit. You're just another nigga in the club. Oh, then shit. I got the mill then. What's up? You got the mill? I don't have to All right, wait, it. but there's one, there's one more parameter. No, I, I was going to say, I don't have to spend it. Look, there's one more parameter. Whatever you choose, you can't leave the club with it. One dollar. One dollar. You have the one? Y'all wouldn't spend an M in the club? No. Just no. go crazy. That's it. After I spend an M in the club one time, I'm gonna to want to do it again. No, I'm never <laughs> gonna to no, 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 do the same no, shit again tonight, nigga. We're gonna do the same shit again tonight. You say, yo, so you don't you're not gonna go crazy? I'm not gonna lie, bro. I might take that million to challenge myself. You're never gonna be able to reach that height again. I know, nigga. This is my, what's I'm saying. I'm not saying you're not making another million, but right. I'm saying to have the audacity to spend a whole million dollars in the club in but, one night. But think about it. It's That's a club. Crazy. It's one thing if like you spend a mil on like a big ass party of your own type shit where you can just have all this extra shit around. Overpriced club shit? Nigga, you just going to the club, bro. Wait, but hold on. But what, be, what are you but spending hold on. a mil on? But be clear, though. Bought a bottle for everybody. Wait, wait. But, everybody wait, bought a bottle? On. But be clear, though. There are definitely some clubs where you could spend a million <laughs> Very easily. They oh, the, yeah. Because they, they got taxing. Ace of Spades. If they got Ace of Spades, I'm spending the mill easy. They be taxing. They be taxing, son. Taxing. Like, bottle girls be like, come see me. You know, Hold gratuity. Bro, when we, went, when we went to the club last time, I I, t- I had to tell this to, uh, to our guy because three shots of Patron was the same price as three Long Islands. Long Island, that's my baby. You know what I did in the bar in Phoenix? <laughs> make that make sense. In the bar in Phoenix. Man, for that name, that was baby. three shots the same price as three Long Islands. Long Islands have at least four different liquors in there. This nigga spitting. In the bar in Phoenix, I got right. three shots of Azul. Be $108. <laughs> At the God. bar. At the bar. Yeah. Not even the club. Just I ain't going to lie. Nobody missed the pandemic more than Azul. I mean, uh, summer 2020. That shit was everywhere. Like it was like that was the new it girl. They mm-hmm. was like, yo, they like, yo, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, what y'all doing with it? Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Let me see. You definitely could spend an M in the club real easy though. I believe it. Uh pizza toppings. Pizza toppings. So some people, you know, pepperoni, sausage, stuff like that. Gross. I don't eat pork. Right. Mm. Mm. Fuck okay. okay. Well, okay. You're in a situation there. Some people. They like other things like anchovies. Gross. You don't like anchovies? I've never had them. No? They, they smell disgusting. Little fishies. What about pineapple? No. No? Never. Mushroom? Mm, tolerable. Why? why? But why? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is why. That's, I don't know. That's, that's a why, but tolerable. I mean, personally, Cause I would like. Because isn't it? Wait, that's considered a vegetable, right? It's a fungus. It's a fungus. Fungi. So you wouldn't want that on your pizza? I mean, I prefer. I don't want fungus on my wooded. feet. I don't want it in my mouth. Mm. Fair enough. Pause. Fair enough. Pause. But no. You know what else does not belong on fucking pizza? What? What? Olives. <laughs> yo, yo. I, I, I never had an olive this? on pizza. That's just funny. Do like, they take out the pits or no? So they, they got olives they, with the eyes like, on them They'll put like the black olives on there. Oh, damn. Yo, the one time they want to choose the black nah, olives. Pineapples, olives, none of that belongs on pizza. Mm-hmm. At all. Now, let me ask you this, though, before we leave this piece of topic. Yeah, no, no. What about sauce? So, you know how there's, like, regular marinara sauce or, like, the tomato sauce? How do you feel about, like, 
barbecue sauce being on pizza. Hell no. I'm Get that. It. No, hell no. Barbecue sauce. Um, Alfredo sauce. The Alfredo sauce. The white sauce. The wh- white sauce is fire. Mm-hmm. Mm. That is fire. No, no, no I'm good. Garlic white sauce? The sriracha, the sriracha tomato sauce. Fire. The tomato basil. Up. Fire. I eat it with any type of sauce. Mm. All right, we got a few chicken pieces. I got, I got, a, I got, a, I got a couple rapid fire for you all. Yes, sir. Very quick. Let's Just go. Gotta say one or the other. Can't explain. Just gotta pick. Let's so, go. You ready? Yes, sir. Money or love? Love. Love. I'll go one at a time. So, Rico, would you rather be the hero or the anti-hero? The anti-hero. Greg. Yes, sir. Would you, would you rather be underestimated or overestimated? Underestimated. Hmm. Rico, would you rather have sight or have the ability to hear? Sight. Hmm. G. What's up? Massive success by accident or modest success on purpose? Modest success on purpose. Hmm. Rico, dogs or cats? Dogs. That's a good answer. Surprising, but that's a good answer. G, What's would up? you rather have the painful truth or the comforting lie? Painful truth. Ugh. You getting money, you are a type. That's the painful truth, nigga. That shit is real. <laughs> Rico, would you rather pause time or rewind time? Rewind. Mm. And G, last one. What's up? Uh, rekindled friendship or rekindled romance? Rekindled friendship. Mm. Mm. Well, thanks, guys. That's our rapid fire. This will conclude uh, this episode of the podcast, Allergies and LLCs. I'm glad I didn't sneeze all the way through because my eyes, boy, my eyes, it was getting to the boy. Uh, I gave you guys a quote of the day earlier, but I will give you another one, uh, another one before we wrap this thing up. To understand something does not mean to condone or agree with it. This hits me personally. I hate the phrase me personally, so redundant, but this is important to me uh, as a person because a lot of times in my own life, I always look for the understanding of why something happened. And even in searching for that understanding, you almost sound like you're agreeing, condoning, defending something that happened. When I'm not defending or trying to do anything, I just want a full yin and yang, two sides of the coin understanding of the whole situation before I assess it and before I pick a side or decide how I feel about it. That was the podcast. Thank you for listening to the to the uh, Learning from Mel's podcast. My name is Rashid. I was joined by Greg and Rico this evening. I hope you all have a good rest of your night. Be safe out there. And remember, if you get in money, you are a type. Amen.